Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Wednesday, we'll check in with one of our favorite analysts, Jim Jackson, former NBA player. He was on the call with Golden State in Sacramento the other night. That, that moment that got Draymond Green suspended. We'll talk to Jim and see if he thinks that uh, it warranted that punishment. Celtics up 2-0 on the Hawks. Knicks, Cavs tied at a game apiece. Suns and Clippers are tied at a game apiece as well. Lakers favored by one tonight against the Grizzlies. Heat against the Bucks, Timberwolves against the Nuggets. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. You can uh, dial us up. Operator Tyler is standing by. And uh, we were talking about our favorite villains because we were bringing up Draymond Green and we factored in a lot of different players, former players, all kinds of sports here. And uh, if you have your thoughts, 877-3DP-SHOW. Uh, Stat of the day brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Also, uh, poll question for hour two is going to be what, C. O'Connor? Uh, let me update you, Dan, from hour one. Okay. Uh, and it is pretty lopsided. Okay. Uh, what got Draymond Green suspended? The foul or the antics after? Right now, 78% say the antics after. Yeah, I do too. I think that that cost him. And the fact the commissioner was there and he wasn't going to leave the court. And if I'm the commissioner, I think, he, they, I think Draymond forced his hand. Because if it was going to be close, he certainly didn't help himself. And he wasn't going to leave the floor in a timely fashion. you got to factor in his priors, as somebody in the league office said to me yesterday. You have to. Because the word that was used is habitual with uh, Draymond Green, uh, somebody I talked to yesterday. All right, so that's our poll question for hour two. If you'd like to be part of the program, you can do so. The Panthers GM says he hasn't told anybody who they're taking with the number one overall pick. The Panthers general manager is Scott Fitter, and he made it clear yesterday that Bryce Young has not been told that he will be the top pick of the NFL draft. But that didn't stop the GM from the Carolina Panthers from saying this. Nutritionally, we can do some things uh, to educate him. Um, you know, we get him in the weight room. You can see when you really look at his lower body, his lower body has gotten bigger. He, you know, he's put on a lot of mass down there. A lot of times quarterbacks don't want to lift upper body because you get a little bit bound up. Um, but there's some things he's going to naturally put on size as he ages as well. Okay. 
Why are you talking about Bryce Young? If you're not drafting him, why are you talking about him? Or you're not sure if you're taking him? Doesn't that lead you to believe that, yeah, they're probably taking him? Now, this is a TV show, and I asked somebody yesterday with the NFL. I just said, how does the NFL kind of prevent this? Because you want, you know, you, you want that intrigue. You, you still want to keep that interest. Who's going to be number one? Who knows? And I, I was told that it's not like the commissioner or the league reaches out. The teams know that if you can keep it quiet, keep it quiet for as long as you want. Plus, it benefits the team in case somebody really wants Bryce Young. Maybe they're fielding offers. I'm not quite sure. But I did laugh when the GM of the Carolina Panthers somehow had the idea that maybe we have some nutritional value that we can add to Bryce Young. Like Alabama's program, it's not Division Three. I mean, it's Alabama. I, they probably have better nutritional people at Alabama than you do the Carolina Panthers. But they somehow are going to, you know, we're going to got some uh, you know, nutrients we can give him. The weight room. I, here's the thing. Bryce Young is going to weigh probably, he'll, be, he'll vary about six or seven pounds. Probably his entire career. He's not built like Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson. Because that, they're lower body. You know, they're, they're thicker, lower bodies. He's just he's more like Drew Brees. He's, he's not going to get bigger. Um, he is who he is. And I, so I find it interesting when they go, hey, you know, I probably put on about seven pounds. I don't know if it matters. Like, do you go, Steph Curry? I, you know, if he weighed about, you know, four more pounds. But they did say that. Remember Kevin Durant? Oh, he can't survive. He can't survive. He he doesn't even weigh two hundred pounds, and they're gonna they're gonna break him in half. I go, have you watched him play? He's unstoppable. This is his freshman year at Texas. Oh, if he goes, man, if he goes to the pro, he's he you know he needs to put some weight on. Okay, <laughs> now, it, instead we'll take uh, Greg Oden because Greg is ready for the NBA size wise. Yes, yes, Mark. When he couldn't bench 185 pounds and everyone was all in an uproar, I was like, you know how much a basketball weighs? Not 185 pounds. <laughs> there are some people in the sports media who declared Kevin Durant a, uh, a mistake pick because of his size. Yeah. Or his lack of size and strength. Yes. yes. This is where you talk yourself in and out. And, you know, when, when it's almost like, you know, analysis paralysis by analysis where you're going uh, i don't do we want him do we no is he big enough no is, can he play it always comes back to put in the tape can he play because when you when you meet guys you're guy man that guy the guy who got off the bus first cuz you know teams high school teams you'd always have your biggest guy get off the bus and you go oh man we're in trouble well the guy didn't even play you know, you'd watch him in warm-ups, and he'd be clanking, you know, the ball off the rim. And you're like, oh, so the six-eight guy's not going to be playing in the game. No, you had to worry about the guy who's six-two, who would dominate. Yeah, pulling. If you go back to Russell Wilson, I guess it's the closest comp for Bryce Young, size-wise, kind of. He was two hundred four at the combine. He weighs two fifteen now. I know it's ten years difference, but it's a natural evolution. I remember when we met Kyler Murray. Was at the Atlanta Super Bowl. We all talked afterwards, like that guy's kind of stocky. He does not look like a wispy guy or a light guy. I remember when we met Kyler, we're like, yeah, he's short. We knew he'd be short. But no one thought he was not in good shape and muscular. No, it was his height. 
it, it wasn't that. But he has a baseball lower body, and the same with Russ. They're both former baseball players. They have baseball lower body, and Bryce Young doesn't. I mean, Bryce is slight, but you know, talking to an NFL scout, and he's scouting for AFC teams, and you know, he didn't want to tell me the team or teams that he's scouting for. But I was wondering about the Texans. Are they going to take a quarterback? But he did have, you know, Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud. He had him over everybody. He said, it, you know, it's not close in his opinion. Bryce Young is a special player and has Mahomesian qualities to him. The ability to improvise and make different throws. Uh, and plus, I want to know, you know, how you run. Josh Allen finally came to the, uh, had the epiphany of, you know, I can't keep trucking guys. Uh, yeah, been saying that for two years, Josh. Nothing wrong with running around them or sliding. It's okay. I want to know how you run. Russ survived. Nobody's been sacked more than Russell Wilson has in the last, what, eight or nine years. But the ability to be able to run, extend a play, get out of bounds, all of those things. But Bryce Young is probably going to be the number one overall pick. But I'll go back to what I've been saying. The draft starts at number two. Because I'm not sure the Texans are going to take a quarterback. And there are people who have disagreed with me, said you're clueless on this. Uh, I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen. I don't know if they look at one of these quarterbacks and you have a defensive-minded head coach in D'Amico Ryans. I don't know. I don't know if they look at this quarterback class and say, now, would I take Richardson? Not that high. Will Levis? No, I would not. So it's C.J. Stroud. Do you want to take him? And it's either yes or no. Also, back to you know Carolina saying that uh, you know they haven't told anybody what they're going to do with Bryce Young, but Bryce Young did cancel a trip to Houston. That doesn't seem like a good business move if Carolina is not going to take you number one because I would assume Houston would want to talk to you about going number two overall. But you don't want to go on a fake trip, do you? If you're Bryce Young. If you know, no, he's doing what he thinks. He, he, okay, <laughs> Bryce Young is doing what he's supposed to do, and that is, I'm going to Carolina. I'm not going to play a game here, but Carolina, they're saying, well, hey, Bryce did that on his own. Okay, did you give him any information to do that? When you cancel a trip to the team that has the second pick, that leads me to believe you're going number one overall. But it's the game. It's a reality show. The draft, the buildup here. We'll talk to Mike Florio. He'll join us coming up next hour. Because I, I, there's a few things I want to talk to Florio about. But uh, one of those is DeMar Hamlin coming back. And, you know, medically cleared. Do you sign a waiver? It, uh, and I'm more concerned about Tua Tonga-Vailoa long-term than I am DeMar Hamlin. But it was a great story, great announcement. It was a big story. And uh, he did talk about that night in Cincinnati. DeMar Hamlin talked about dying on national TV. Not to sound cliche, man, but the wild moment is every day, just being able to wake up and just take deep breaths and, and, and live a, a peaceful life to have a family, to, to have people that are around me that love me and that care about me, and for those people to still have me in their lives. You know, they, they almost lost me. Like, I, I died on national TV in front of the whole world. You know what I mean? So um, I, I see it from all perspectives. For them to still have me around and for me to still have them, you know, it's like it goes both ways. You let those words soak in, sink in. I died on national TV. 
and, and, and he's saying it in a way that, I mean, he's not exaggerating. He died. He died twice. They brought him back to life twice. And here he is being cleared to play. In fact, if you're wondering, he is the overwhelming favorite for comeback player of the year. <laughs> not many people in the history of our world have died and come back. Just letting you know, you know, it's a it's not a long list there. You got JC. That's about it. And he and he died twice. Yes, Todd. Lamar's got to be right there with the disappointment of not getting the money. <laughs> Isn't he like a very close Lamar second? Jackson? Yeah, he's yeah, right there. Yeah. And I wonder. Like, I don't feel sorry for Lamar Jackson, and not that he said, oh, I want people to feel sorry for me, because he had, he could have been two years into a contract already and then be working towards another contract here. He would have taken less money. No matter when you sign, you're going to be taking less money than if you had waited another year or two. And I think he's got to come to the realization of nobody is getting Deshaun Watson money, but... Do you want Kyler Murray money? Do you want Russell Wilson money? Jalen Hurts money? Because Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are going to get more than Jalen Hurts. Joe Burrow is. I don't know if Justin Herbert, because now these are two frugal franchises, by the way, in the Chargers and the Bengals. But I'm guessing they're going to be, certainly the Bengals are going to ask Joe Burrow to give us a team-friendly deal. And I would say, hey, Patrick Mahomes did that, and he's in the playoffs, and he's in the Super Bowl, and that's what we want here in Cincinnati. But if you're Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts got in. And I was told that the Eagles went early on Jalen Hurts because they know that you know Burrow and uh, Herbert are going to get more money. It's going to cost you more money. Why not right now? You just bite the bullet and let's go. Everybody won in that situation. And I find it interesting because a year ago at this time, I felt like the Eagles had two first-round picks, and they were gearing up just in case Jalen Hurts wasn't the franchise quarterback. And you heard that. You read that. It'd be like, if it doesn't work out, you know what? They can use those two first-round picks, go up and get a quarterback. That's a big story prior to the draft, prior to the start of the season. And then he turned in an MVP-quality season and nearly won the Super Bowl. But... If you're the Eagles, are you sure that it wasn't just a one-year wonder there? Like Carson Wentz. Now, Wentz got hurt, was never the same. But are you so sure? It's like Arizona. Don't give Kyler Murray that Oh, you gave him that contract. Okay, good luck with that. But if you're Lamar, can you say to the Ravens, can you give me something between Kyler and Jalen Hurts. Because if you're going to hold out for Deshaun Watson, you're not getting it. Not going to happen. And then you got OBJ. I can't imagine OBJ would go, hey, I'm going to go there. I want to put up some big numbers this one year, incentive-laden contract, so I can get paid again. Oh, Lamar's not going to be there. Tyler Huntley's going to be thrown to me. I just can't imagine that he would go into that situation. Because you're not going to get the numbers you need to get that $15 million. Yeah, Paul. If you look at Jalen Hurts, he took the money after his third year and didn't wait for it to get any better, which Lamar Jackson could have done two years ago. Yeah. Now he's in a position. Jalen Hurts is, is going to be now well on his way to his next contract. Five years from now, 
he'll be what, 29, 28 years old? 29? You'll get another biggie if he's still a very good player. Lamar Jackson's in this no-man's land right now. And that's where you take off two years of that deal, play two this year and next year, and then you're ready to renegotiate and get another deal. Get your money. That's why, you know, these NBA players going in early when you're 18 or 19. Get done with the rookie contract, and you'll be 23, 24. You're into that big deal, and then three or four years later, you're into a max deal. That's what you want. You only have a window of so many years, so many contracts, certainly as an NFL player and a quarterback. Yeah, Paul. You know a guy who we don't criticize for not taking the money is Baker Mayfield. After his third year, he had offers. He was 11-5 and five as a starter, 26 touchdowns, and eight picks. That seems like a long time ago. Yes, he does. was their quarterback. Yeah. And there's reports out there that he passed on $150 million plus at the time because he's like, well, we'll go to next year and mm. see if we can get any better. The next year, uh, he got hurt a little bit. Remember, he had the shoulder thing. Yeah. They were He was 6-8 and eight as a starter. He was 17 touchdowns and 13 picks. Now he's going to bounce around the league making $6 million a year, which is fine money. Yes, he I know it's a different position, but the dude who, to me, that always got it right was Darrell Reeves. Yes. He was like, nope, sign me. Need a new paycheck. As soon as, soon as he had the opportunity to even sniff a new contract, he was like, pay me. That dude must have signed 15 contracts <laughs> in 13 years. Darrell Reeves, Dion before that. Those dudes, like, they got it. Like, it's sign as many contracts as possible. Not, well, I'll just wait to get to the next one, and that'll be my big payday. Hell no. Sign it right now. We'll take a break. Jim Jackson was on the call with Draymond Green and DeMontis Sabonis. Does he think Draymond deserved to be suspended? And we'll talk to Jim coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Simply Safe Home Security. Designed with cutting-edge technology backed by 24-7 professional monitoring. But it's so much more than that. They have something called Fast Protect technology. Only Simply Safe has this. Capturing critical evidence, verifying the threat is real, then you get priority police dispatch. 24-7 professional monitoring. And it costs an, about a dollar a day, maybe a little less than a dollar a day. And you're wondering, okay, how does that compare to other ones? Well, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. You can lock, unlock your doors, access your cameras, arm, disarm your system from anywhere. Simply Safe, award-winning security. Customize the perfect system for your home. It's going to take just a couple of minutes. You start by going to simplysafedan.com. And you go today, you claim a free indoor security camera, plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. No contracts to sign, no hidden fees, no pushy salespeople. You get your money's worth, and then some. SimplySafeDan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter. Well, if you have, then you're going to love pick six. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Gave you this information last hour. Ian Rappaport says the Niners have received inquiries from several teams looking into a potential trade for former number three overall pick Trey Lance. And he makes it clear that teams are calling the 49ers, not the other way around. Get phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, also, uh, by the way, four years ago today, anybody want to guess? What happened? I know. I'm going to recuse myself. Okay. Todd? I was just told by our director a few minutes ago. So All I don't right. Want to I'm going to recuse you. Marv, four years ago today. First show here? Yes. Yeah, first show in the new man cave. Happy here. anniversary, guys. Thank you, Todd. It's very nice. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I'm getting pizza for everybody today. What? Yeah. Yep. I'm getting pizza Yay! for everybody. Pizza party. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. That's very generous. That's pizza awesome. party. <laughs> Tomorrow is our second, our anniversary of our second show. And Breakfast get burritos. Pizza. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh. And I'm going to have somebody jump out of the cake okay. today. Big cake. Are we going to a pizza party? We're we having a pizza party. We're going to have it here. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. We're going to have a, a, a home pizza party here. Man, right. getting pizza at school, like if it's somebody's birthday or something or whatever, man, that was like the best day. Pizza party day at school, what? I didn't, we didn't have those. I didn't have that either. Oh, man, we oh, definitely did. What do you mean, like a kid's birthday and they would bring in pizza? Yeah, I guess yeah. you can't do that anymore, but. Yeah, we, we never had that. Yeah. I remember just going and getting a hot lunch instead of, you know, because my mom would 
pack a lunch for us, and it was always bologna and cheese and an apple. And I'd go in there, and if I got the hot meal with tater tots, you know, that was a big deal. <laughs> you know, milk, tater tots, and, uh, you know, the slab of uh, chicken. Yeah, Paul. We thought that tray pizza in high school was good, though. Oh, Remember that big, yes. that glistening cheese, oily <laughs> oh, mess? Oh, you went with pepperoni today? Yeah. Whoa. Upgrade. Jim Jackson set to join us there. He's all right. Set. On loan, NBA on TNT, Clippers analyst. He does it all. He was on the call, Game 2, Warriors and the Kings. He's on the call for the Lakers-Grizzlies tonight. He's a busy man, and rightfully so. He's done a great job. Uh, Jim, thanks for joining us. Your reaction in the moment with what happened with Draymond, and now your reaction after the commissioner decided to suspend him. Well, we saw the play right there. I saw what Sabonis did, which, you know, shouldn't have happened. But in the midst of a lot of things, things go on. So both were in the wrong in that perspective. Sabonis should have never grabbed Draymond. Draymond should have never stomped down. It was reaction to what happened because it was a physical game up to that point. You know what I'm saying, Dan? So both teams were competing. Um, I kind of knew at the time that it was either going to be a flagrant one or flagrant two just because of the excessiveness in which Draymond came down with his foot. Right, wrong, or indifferent, that's what happened. Now, I didn't think he was going to be suspended. Okay, I just knew flagrant two, done for the game play on he comes back but as you know and as we know there's a track record there and they said it in the statement in regards to having some other forms of unsportsmanlike conduct so the, i think the commissioner's office uh took that into consideration i am surprised by it um that it went that far but um it's an unfortunate situation for golden state but i think for the series itself in regards to Draymond not being able to play. But again, it goes back to Draymond making a decision at that point, too, on what he wanted to do. But, Jim, he's supposed to frustrate the opposition. He's not supposed to be frustrated. And mm-hmm. and that, I think if there's the stomp, now he went back for second helping, that hurt him. And if he would have been a little bit more contrite after the game, which he's not capable of doing, but just said, and, and not done all the WWE stuff, I, I think he could have he could have gotten by with a fine here. But the commissioner's in the audience and you're watching him kind yeah. of take over center stage. Nobody yes, yes. why doesn't anybody from Golden State grab him? Because they can't, because they don't have anybody. They don't they don't have anybody. I think when a David West was there, it was Yeah. Good. Okay. With David West. Okay. I think and to your point too, the escalation with the fans added incentive for what I think the decision ultimately came down to. Because you think about it, Adam Silver sitting in the stand. So he's hearing the backdrop of the fans and what they're saying too. In regards to kick him out, he shouldn't be playing, dirty play, all this other stuff. So all this stuff is going through his mind. And I can't think for the commissioner, but based on the statement, they took all of this into consideration. It wasn't just a stomp. It was a stomp. It was the fan interaction. It was probably Draymond not being contrite afterwards, and it was his past. Does it make it right or wrong? I don't know. But it's a decision that Draymond allowed the commissioner's office to make. He put that in their control and took it out of his control. At the end of the day, forget what happened, right, wrong, or indifferent, with with Sabonis and, and, and grabbing the leg, at the end of the day, you still can make a decision on what you choose to do and how you choose to handle it. 
Now, if you want to handle it in the way you want to, okay, fine. You want to stomp them, fine. Then there are repercussions to that. And you got to understand once you have repercussions, that now the decision making of what happens next is out of your control because of your past. If that's Kevon Looney, probably doesn't happen. It, it doesn't go down like that. But it's Draymond Green. Different scenario. Let's look at the series, though, itself, because I thought that lost in the headline was Sacramento showed composure. It was a tight game, and they won the game. They're supposed to win those games. Golden State, once again, is going to have to win a game in Sacramento if, yeah. if they're going to advance. So let's handicap this series now with five games left. I think Golden State can get two at home. I don't think they played their best basketball, but they haven't played their best basketball on the road all year. Yeah. Now, you can't take anything away from the level of maturity that the Kings displayed. I think that's what you're talking about. See, Mike Brown has done a fantastic job of a couple of things. I mean, this team, they streamlined their roster. And what do I mean by that? Is that they had a lot of overlapping positions before where guys didn't really understand what their role was because they had a bunch of forwards playing and guys trying to jockey for position and was just – it, you really didn't have continuity. When they made the trade with Halliburton, and they loved Halliburton, but they knew that he couldn't play alongside of De'Aaron Fox because both needed the basketball. So that was the first step into what we see Sacramento being today. And Mike Brown, he's grown as a coach since his Laker days, since his Cleveland Cavaliers days. We always talk about players maturing. Mike Brown said, listen, back when I was younger, I used to worry about X's and O's, practice times, and and getting plays right, and all of these things on the court. He said, as he learned and matured as a coach when he's at Golden State, he understood that it was, okay, how do I connect with my players on and off the court? How do we develop camaraderie off the court? How are they with their family and their family life? All these other things that brought this team together. So now you can coach your best player, De'Aaron Fox, extremely hard without any pushback because they understand that you care about them more as a person than as a player. So that's the Sacramento side. The Golden State side, here's the issue, Dan. They turn the ball over too much. Yeah. Okay. And you can say, what well, they've always done it. Yeah, but their margin of error was bigger then because they can get defensive stops. There's ways that they could play to offset turning the basketball over a lot and still win games. Their margin of error right now is a lot smaller. They're not the same defensive team. They're not as deep in regards to what once they once were. So now those turnovers that happened early in the game or mid-third quarter, they come back to cost in particular on the road. So that's the issue. That's the, that's the challenge I see with Golden State, especially trying to win one in Sacramento against a feisty, hungry, determined, and quite mature young Sacramento team. Talking to Jim Jackson, he'll be on the call tonight. It's the Lakers-Grizzlies game two. What's the availability of John Morant? We're still waiting to see. You know, it's unfortunate because it was the hand that he had hurt. It was taped before, and you saw he came down kind of a bit back. Um, So we're still trying to wait to see what's going on with that. So it would probably be a game-time decision, I would think, or something close to it later in the day. It's weird to be on a bandwagon of a team that nearly lost the play-in game, but – I like what I'm seeing with the Lakers. Uh, should I be liking what I'm seeing with the Lakers big picture? Could they be the best yeah. team in the Western Conference? They could be. I mean, our Clippers, 
you know, Paul George comes back, and I'm biased from that perspective in regards to their depth and what they have, they could be pretty formidable. And, I, and you know, going into the playoffs, too, I thought that the teams with the higher seeds, four, five, and six, were probably better than or as competitive as the top three seeds, Denver, Sacramento, and Memphis. Yeah. Unlike the East, you know, it's kind of a separation outside of Giannis being hurt with, you know, Milwaukee, uh, 76ers, and also Boston. Those three kind of separated themselves. Um, Rob Polinka did a great job, an outstanding job with the trades because he got limp, he got defensive presence, he got some more shooting. Um, the, the team is now able to compete at a different level. Um, you have multiple ball handlers that can make plays when LeBron is not in the game, which is what they were looking for. And AD has been healthy enough to be able to carry the load, which, as you know, is the most important key to anything else. So I, I like where the Lakers are at mentally because they feel different. I was around the team um, last night, and they feel a lot different than what they did earlier in the year from a confidence perspective. I mean, so it's tangible. It's something that they're exuding that confidence. Oh, big time. And you think about this, too, and this is not taking anything away from Memphis, but I always thought that even Memphis Memphis healthy with Steven Adams and Brandon Clark, they still were growing from a basketball maturity perspective. And I think that's very important to understand, a basketball maturity, not that they're not mature young men, but a basketball maturity to win it in a playoff series against a Lakers team, in a seven-game series against a LeBron James and a Dennis Schroeder and a Anthony Davis. I don't know if they've gotten to that point yet because you got to be able to be focus in on the little things that count, the little intricate details. Not let the outside forces take you away. And I'm not sure that Memphis is there yet. They have a lot of bravado. I love the youthfulness, the, the, the youthfulness that they have. But you're playing against a more mature Lakers team with guys that have been there and done that. And I thought that favored the Lakers going into this series. I, I'm surprised sometimes when players get in LeBron's face. They challenge mm-hmm. LeBron. They say things to LeBron. And... They nobody ever did that to Michael Jordan. Yeah, he did. No. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. What the Pistons? Oh, me, Mike, Mike, and I got into it. Now I'm not, and I'm not saying that I'm Kobe Bryant or somebody else, but I wasn't going to let Mike just walk all over me. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Okay. At all, we got into it. We got into it a lot. I got into it with Kobe. I mean, a lot of players do it now. The result of that may be something totally <laughs> different. <laughs> hey Dan, at the end of the day. But as players... Okay, so you get in Jordan's face because Memphis is not afraid of LeBron. As as they shouldn't. Yes. I mean, why should... But just respect, though. The respect, though. The respect. respect, It's a a difference between being very competitive and want to compete and having disrespect. Yes. Two two different things. It feels like disrespect to LeBron. Well... By some of the Grizzlies. Well, it's really Dylan. Yeah. That's that. That's disrespect. But I don't think yeah, people you, disrespected you, Mike. You did. I think Isaiah did. <laughs> well, he does yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he didn't. He didn't care then. But did he it's say about, it in a way that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Back then, and you know, it was little innuendos in the press conferences and things they said about Jordan. Okay. You know, in regards to them not 
Jordan not being able to beat them. Finally, they they did. Okay. On you know, but they, oh yeah, I mean they talked about Bird. Think about this. Think about who was it that's Isaiah. Remember the quote he said about Bird about if he wasn't a white guy, he no, wouldn't be getting if he all was, of this. Yeah, if he was a black guy, he'd be just another a, forward. But that it, was exactly. I was there for that. Rodman and Isaiah both said that. Yeah, but the, it, it, isn't that a sound of disrespect? Yes, it did. Okay, and you then we saw, the end, always, we saw the end. We saw the end result. We saw the end result. And some guys, you just, you just, hey, Dad. Some guys, <laughs> you just want to leave alone. You know what I mean? And and Larry Bird was one of them, Michael Jordan, but that's a competitive nature to me with guys. I just don't like. I don't. I, I don't mind a guy going out and talking junk. I don't mind it, but don't just don't be disrespectful. Because LeBron James, I, I don't think you have to bow down to him. I think you have to compete. I think he respects that when. The, the greatest players respect when guys come at because that pushes them to another level. But the, if you're going to be disrespectful, then there's some things that come along with that too. And more importantly, Dan, you got to be able to back it up. you got to be able to back it up. If you're going to talk all of this the whole time and can't back it up, you know, it's just, it's just wasted breath. But you can see the light going on probably if you do it to Kobe or Mike. Like – you yeah. know that you know what you've done. You've tugged on Superman's cape, and now is when you're saying, "I got to hold up my end of the bargain here," because I know got to. I know they're coming at me. <laughs> well, and it's a lot easier to to talk to a 38 year old LeBron who's not the same kind of player. Okay, it's like talking to, talking junk to Mike when he was in with the Wizards. Now he can still go off and give you 40, 50. But it's not the same as it was a young Mike in Chicago when he could just had the full-born energy to go out and just beat you not only offensively, but more important, defensively, really get up into you and change the game as well. So it's a lot easier to, to talk a little bit more smack to a 38-year-old LeBron <laughs> than it was when he was, what was he, when he dropped on um, Detroit when he was in Cleveland the first time when he had like 25 in the fourth quarter and was going off or what he did to Boston when he was in Miami. That's a whole different animal. <laughs> uh, do you think Jordan would have load managed if he was playing now? It's hard. I don't, I don't by the personality like saying, would Kobe load manage? I would say I no. I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine. Well, I, I say because does Giannis load manage? No. Does Dame Lillard low manage? No. Does Steph low manage? No. Those guys, even though they're brought up in this era, they're built a little bit different. They think a little bit different. You, you know what I mean? Kobe and Jordan, they, it was about the game. Now, their perspectives would have been different because they grew up in this era playing a different way. I don't think Michael Jordan would be the same Michael Jordan we saw in the mid-'90s. Why is that? Because Michael Jordan loved to get on that right block or that left block and post up. You don't see a lot of that. So Michael Jordan growing up as a young youth playing basketball, he wouldn't have been posting up as much because the game has changed around him. He would be more shooting on the perimeter, pick and roll, stuff like that. Not that he wouldn't be dynamic, but I just think mentally he would be a different kind of player because of the approach of how he grew up playing the game. Always great to visit with you. Have fun tonight, and uh, thanks for joining us. Um, you know, I just want to ask, I mean – I. I like pizza, too. You know what I mean? I, I do like pizza. No pork, but I, I take the pizza, though. You can have, like, a margarita pizza I'm just, on the side I'm for just, 
open invite to the man cave, Jim. <laughs> you want to come into my dojo? I got a basketball <laughs> hoop here. No, I didn't get some golf clubs. I got, I mean, you still got the putt? I, I got my uh, my golf simulator here. There you go. There we go. Oh, so I, I, no, no basketball, I, just golf? No basketball. No, just golf. Because I'd like to shoot against you. Well, we can do that. We can we play a little horse. How about blindfolded free throws? <laughs> Bet. All day long. Oh, well, you better make eight out of ten. Well, we need eight. I was thinking nine or ten. What do you mean? All right. Then, then you probably beat me. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but I'm going to make 80% from the line blindfolded. Okay. Bet. What did you shoot? What was your career? You did, you weren't a great free throw shooter. Oh, yes, I was. No. Yes, I was. Great? Yes, I was. Look, look it up. What were you? One year. 83? One of my, later, my, my later years, I was in the 90s. Okay. Me. All right. I had to change my game, brother. Paul- <laughs> Paulie, check. Check, see if Jim's telling me the truth then. Yeah, I got, uh, at age 34, he shot 93% second in the league. All right, make, Car- career, eight, uh, 83%. Uh, it's 83, I just told, I said 83% for your, as a free That's throw shooter. really shoot. good shooter for you. Yeah, for you. I shot 93 <laughs> at, at, at 34 years old. What do you mean? I'll shoot it at 66 years of age. That's different shooting it in your man cage than being on the court. I know that. In front of everybody. I there. know that. Come on. I know that. Come on. This is not the small gym in after, after After Jordan has torched <laughs> you for 40, and then you go to the line, you knock down a yes. couple of free throws. Hey, I had a couple of really good games against I Mike. know. It's, it doesn't go unwarranted. <laughs> he, had a, he had a lot more on me, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, have fun tonight. Thank you again. I will. Thank That's you. Uh, Jim Jackson, NBA on TNT. He'll be on the call for the Lakers Grizzlies. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is Steve Covino and Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Lakers favored by one tonight. Over under LeBron James, according to DraftKings. 26 and a half points. How about Austin Reeves? 15 and a half. How about... The man who scored 29 in game one, Rui Hachimura, 11 and a half. So <laughs> the fact that it's Lakers by one, I'm guessing John Morant's going to play. Uh, the Heat are getting six against the Bucs. Timberwolves getting eight against the Nuggets. Uh, Sean in Indianapolis. Sean, thanks for holding. What's on your mind today? Dan, good morning. Good morning. Uh, six five, turgid, 245. <laughs> Talking about the ultimate villains or bad guys, uh, you're forgetting about to one Ronald Artest Jr. the <laughs> third. Yep, he's emeritus. You're right. Thank you, Sean. Panda, but he was a good player. I look back on those Pacer teams; they should have won a title because they had talent, they had depth. They should have won a title. Uh, Jason in Georgia. Hi, Jason. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Good morning. Good morning, Dan Eds. Morning. 5'10", 215, playing weight. Um, I got one serious, one tongue-in-cheek. First okay. serious one is Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb was a mean SOB okay. who would spike you in the game. He'd throw a spike at you when you're fighting, and not to mention he allegedly killed somebody. Uh, second one, tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> you did not trot around the bases on Brian McCann. Oh, the, the, the former catcher with the Braves. My, <laughs> that was my pick. Okay. I, that is a really niche pick there, Jace. Brian McCann, one of the villains. In <laughs> okay. I, if I gave you a thousand villains, I don't know if Brian McCann would be mentioned. Yeah, Paul. If you went baseball, you could throw Pedro Martinez for being high-end and a villain to the Yankees, maybe specifically. Was Pete Rose a villain? Before the betting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, I mean, he was a villain to himself with the betting. See, you were too close to Pete Rose, but 
Pete Rose was like one of those guys you love to hate if you were the opposition because he he was like a tryhard. He was always diving and playing. Oh, too you, hard. you didn't you didn't want to face him. You respected you, him. You wanted him on your team. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But uh, Pete was a he was a nuisance. I mean, he but he was great. Uh, sliding head first, hustling, Charlie Hustle. Uh, let's see, Sean in South Carolina. Uh, I'll sneak you in here, Sean. Hey, how you doing, Dan? Good, good Sean. Uh, Dan, that's um, 165. Um, basically, I want to talk about real quick about the S2 cognitive test. Apparently, uh, Bryce Young scored historically high at 98. You know, Brock Purdy, Mahomes, Allen, they all scored in the mid-90s, Burrow. I think it got 95. That all came out. Um, and then like a few days later, it came out that Anthony Richardson knocked it out the park. And for the life of me, I can't get a number on what his score was. But if he scored as high or close or even higher than Young, I think that kind of arguably puts him at first. No, and it's the new version of the Wonderlick. But Anthony Richardson, you know, has got to learn to be consistent. And, and Bryce Young is already like that. Anthony Richardson, two or three years down the road, could be the best quarterback out of this draft. But Bryce Young is right now. Final hour coming up. One more item as we close out hour one. What if you could know what was happening in your body while you're sleeping? How you're sleeping? How about biometrics and how well you're sleeping? You can do that with Sleep IQ technology. Get daily tips on how to improve your sleep and energy. Learn about your ideal schedule. That's based on your circadian rhythm. And in case you're wondering what circadian rhythm is, that's uh, the physical, mental, and behavioral changes that follow a 24-hour cycle. The natural process is responding primarily to light and dark and how it affects us. Sleep numbers thought of everything. There's so many great things that you can find out. You'll find out how to get your sleep number. You'll find out about Sleep IQ technology. You'll find out about the Climate 360 smart bed that actively cools and warms on each side of the bed. Go there right now. Proven quality sleep. 360 smart Smart bed save $600. Sleep number, go to the Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Subject to credit approval. See sleepnumber.com for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.